Hi everyone, welcome back to a new episode of my podcast, Are You On Too? with me, Amber. <laughs> I always, I say this every single time, I literally say it every time, but I absolutely hate doing these intros because it's so cringy. But like everyone does them, so I feel like I have to, especially if it's like somebody new listening, like you have no idea who I am, like I just feel so awkward like just saying it, like it's just so embarrassing and I never know what to say, maybe I need like a catchy intro, but Oh well, today's um, podcast is a really random one because I basically put a questionnaire on Instagram and was like, oh, if anyone has any questions they want to ask me, go ahead and I'll answer them on my next podcast. I got so many questions and like from a lot of people as well who I'm not very close with and like it's anonymous so like I was like completely throw them at me and I loved that because the fact that like people were asking me questions who like I'm not that close with. I was like, oh my God, if they listen, like, that's so cool. Um, so I was really grateful for that and happy that people replied. So thank you for that, for everyone who sent in questions. I'm going to answer, like, as many as I can today. I'm not going to answer all of them because some of them were like, I don't think I can talk about it on this podcast just for, like, privacy reasons and also because of other people's privacy. Um, but, like, I just love doing this podcast like it's so fun and I was listening to Olivia Neal's podcast and Emma Neal her sister um because I haven't really listened to Olivia Neal's podcast that much because I love her YouTube but I just haven't watched it that much recently um but I love her sister's podcast I listen to it every week and um, there's so many episodes you should go listen to it if you haven't already it's called here for the crack crack as in c-r-a-i-c um and she's Northern Irish and Olivia Neal's sister and like she is so good at making a podcast and like she talks about like her traveling experiences and it's like what what's inspired me to want to travel next year and everything so I would really highly recommend if you want to listen to a podcast like I listen to it every single time on a walk I look forward to it every week and like when she doesn't post one for a week I'm like oh my god like what am I gonna do (laughs) because I literally love listening to it um and like I was listening to Olivia Neal's the other day and I was like oh my god like why haven't I not listened to this like it's so good and like I literally feel like I relate so much to her and like so much she says is like she's literally me and like I feel like everyone says this about their favorite youtubers and like podcasters though like because obviously they listen to them for a reason because they can like relate to them but she was talking about how in relationships she just like destroys them because she just has commitment issues and I was like that is me like, I don't know why I do it, but, like, I just think... This this is getting on to some of the questions that I got asked, but I'll explain it in a minute. Um, The first question I actually got asked was what happened with your ex, but I am not going to talk about it just because of my privacy and be because of his privacy. And the ex wasn't specified, so I didn't know if it was, like, my recent ex or my one before. Um, And it was from, like, somebody who I'm not very close with, so I thought, um, like it's more like I wasn't really sure who which ex it was about but um the ex my most recent ex I'm still friends with um and obviously I don't want to get into it too much but like um respects there and everything there's no hard feelings at all I would never have any hard feelings towards anyone who hadn't done me wrong like majorly if that makes sense um but yeah I'm not really going to talk about that but the next question was about um psycho housemate stories I don't really have any but that is like my favorite thing to listen to like on Spotify like when someone does a podcast about like psycho housemates like it makes me laugh so much because like it's just so funny I think I was really lucky to like not 
have any psycho housemates because I've heard so many stories about like you know like housemates I saw on this girl on TikTok and she was saying like her housemate like she went home for Christmas and her housemate had like moved out but before she moved out she'd like poured like off milk all over like her friend's plates and stuff and like wrote a note saying like go to hell you you stupid cow and all this and I was like that is crazy like some people are absolutely crazy like that is just one thing that I just think like what are you doing with your life that you have to do that to somebody like and she'd like put all like off food all on this girl's plates and like her plates couldn't be used and like used all her pans and not washed them used the oven like hadn't cleaned it and like it was just like vile like she'd showed all all of like um the photos and evidence on TikTok and she was like crying her eyes out but like also laughing because she was like how is this even a thing like she just like couldn't believe it um but yeah that's something that I really enjoy but I don't really have any to answer the question but I do love listening to them so if anyone has any you can tell me about them and I can talk about your psycho housemate stories in another podcast the next question was about um football because um it it was basically what team do you support and why um I'm a massive football fan like absolutely love it I'm an Everton fan sadly <laughs> not sadly but you know what I mean like they're not doing very well at the moment and um I just love it like I I don't understand like this sounds so pick me but like I promise you it's not pick me like I've been like been obsessed with the sport since I was like how old was I probably about seven like is when I started getting into it and like I used to play when I was younger um I was a striker slash midfielder (laughs) and obviously like I loved it because especially because my dad um basically there's like a small football club on the Wirral that like I know a few people who've played for them called Shaw Villa basically my granddad was the founder of the club like he started it and my dad was like the first captain of it because obviously it was his son um and he was the first captain of Shaw Villa and I don't know if a lot of people know that but yeah my my granddad is called Ian McLeod um sadly isn't with us anymore but if you like google it like he's the founder and everything alongside he was like the co-founder with another man um and then my dad was the first captain and stuff and he's always been into his football and like from like a young age like my dad just like got me into football if you know what I mean and I've just like been obsessed with it ever since like I just think like I don't understand how people aren't obsessed with it like just everything about it like I just love I it it, it, I like live and breathe for it do you know what I mean like oh my god that sounds so pick me but I promise you it's not like um but like I'm one of them that I'm huge on like English football and Premier League football but like I don't know too much about international teams like Real Madrid, Barcelona, Inter, like anything like that, um, like Bayer and stuff because I, I don't know, like I know like the brief stuff but I'm not a huge follower of it. Like I prefer Premier League and like I follow the Championship League 1 and League 2 and everything because I follow Trammy Rovers because that's like, um, obviously I'm from the Wirral and that's the team that is right by us, my granddad was a big Tramia fan. Um, I follow Rangers as well from Scotland. Um, who else I follow? Ipswich, um, Gillingham, like just because like family friends um, and like my granddad used to support Ipswich and stuff. So I followed them from a young age and like now 
just kind of naturally like you know check where they are watch the football matches when I can um I haven't been a Tramia match in absolutely years though and I would love to go you can literally like just turn up as well because like obviously it's like a league um a lower league team so like there's obviously a lot of seats available still because people don't really get like season tickets because you can just walk in um so if anyone wants to go Tramia match with me <laughs> feel free to ask me because I will 100% come if I'm free my dad won't come at the moment because he's scared of COVID <laughs> even though it's like literally basically gone like he won't come but he will come eventually with me but if anyone else wants to just take me a Tramia game like feel free because I'm there like I, I will literally be there or even just any football game like that somebody supports like anyone I'm close to just wants to go like just just hit me up um but yeah it's I'm on like the season ticket waiting list for Everton because we came off it like years ago and then mistakenly didn't like like sign up for the um waiting list and stuff and like Jesus the waiting list is ridiculous considering where they are now as well like sorry if if you're not into football and I'm literally just chatting about football you can skip this bit and just go on to the next bit of the podcast but I just can't stop talking about it clearly um but but yeah that's something that I'm really passionate about um I just paused it and I can't actually remember what I was talking about like obviously I know it was about Everton but I can't actually remember what I just said so yeah I'm just gonna finish the football talk on there because I don't want to bore everyone with um football talk the next question was do I ever read um yes and no it depends like so I love journaling um but like I have to be in the mood for it you know how some people like journal every day and like write down my thoughts of the day like I can't do that like I don't have the attention span I wish I was one of them girls that could do that but I just can't do it um but I definitely enjoy journaling like when I'm in the mood to do it um and I actually went to a bookstore today so I've had a really wholesome day it's currently four o'clock and I've been to a bookstore I've got four four new books um I got four five sorry for 15 pounds from this like cute little bookstore in Manchester like it's so cute and like I'm so excited to like read them later um I like really struggle to sleep but I find that when I read a book before bed obviously because I'm not stressing my eyes with my phone I find it really easy to get to sleep and I'm really struggling at the moment with sleep so I thought what a good idea but to get started on a new book and I've got like crime books which are like my favorite um the book one of the books I've bought is like a reality book about inside Broadmoor um mental institution which is where like Peter Sutcliffe who's the Yorkshire Ripper was held and like all of interviews with all them and I just think like that is just like the stuff that I love learning about so I'm gonna read some of that tonight and then I got this other one called the Thursday Murder Club I think it's called which is like about these like pensioners who like meet up and like try to discuss old unsolved murders together it's like a fiction book but then someone really close to them gets murdered and then they're trying to figure it out basically and it's like a worldwide bestseller and I was like you know what I'm gonna give it a try because it sounds really really cool um and it was like two pounds and I googled like the RRP price and it was like 20 quid and I was like I'm gonna get that like why not so yeah I'm really excited to do that someone said like do you manifest yeah so basically I've always wanted to be an actress like always in every sense of the word like I would do anything to be an actress and it sounds ironic that because I actually gave up going to acting college to do my A-levels I was 
originally my original plan was to stay at the performing arts college that I was at at the time um and because I, I went to like a school there on a Saturday um and I got offered a place to study at the college there for acting and musical theatre um and I actually gave it up to do my A-levels because it was more so because I was terrified of not having a backup plan like I've always been afraid of because I, I can't really fall back on my parents for like money the way a lot of people can um so I thought that the thought of like not of going and then you know not change my mind because I knew I'd always want to be an actress or um, a performer or something but to think of like not being able to get a job because it's such a difficult industry like to think of not being able to pursue the career or like really struggling and not having a backup plan like A-levels or a degree really stressed me out so I was really back and forth I had loads of conversations with my parents about it and they said like there's no harm in you getting your A-levels and getting a degree and then pursuing the career in acting because at least then you have a backup plan they were really keen on the backup plan but they were going to support me either way which I've always felt lucky for because my dad is really clever like really clever with like maths and stuff and I really thought that he would just be so against me going to acting school but I think he saw me perform once like a monologue on my own and really saw like how much I wanted this and how much I loved it and he thought he said to me like I was really shocked at how good you were at it so like I think he really then realized like she could do this as a career so like he was really supportive um but eventually I decided to go into basically um why's my voice shaking like it sounds like I'm nervous but I don't know why my voice is shaking I think it's because I'm talking so fast (laughs) but I think that he saw it as an opportunity for me to go into the career but I decided eventually anyway to do my A-levels and stay at sixth form so I got my A-levels and then I'm in my third year of my degree but at the time that I was going in like a lot of places and like um casting agencies didn't need you to get have a degree um or to go to a performing arts institution it's more in recent years that that's been a thing like there's a a platform called spotlight that basically every actress and performer like should go on because that's where a lot of people go to get performers but you have to go to a I've gone to college um and have qualifications in it which now is really difficult for me to get into but I'm one of them believers that if I manifest and I work hard and put myself in situations where it could happen, it will happen for me. Um, And I will find a way into it one day. And um, like one thing that I think is so interesting, I don't know if anyone else has watched the show Euphoria. I know a few people that have, but like anyone listening. And wow, that is my favourite show ever. And I don't know if half of you knew, but there's a guy called Angus Cloud, I think his name is. Um, and he plays Fez, this character who is, like, um, a drug dealer and very, like, street smart, and, um, he's very, like, slow and, like, always high, basically. He was actually found on the street. Like, they found him on the street. He wasn't an actor, nothing. The producers and casting agency, casting for Euphoria, found him on the street, like, and said do you want to like come and audition for this role so like can you believe that like it's literally a lot of 
a lot of like casting agencies do that because they want authenticity of like somebody in the role who actually is like that character so it's a lot more realistic because he was so much like the character he plays um so I think that's really interesting like you can literally be in the right place right time and like become exactly what you want to be and like he had background of like producing um he went he did like um a course in like background backstage work like you know mic management and everything and I think that was really interesting so you know it's one of them that if it's meant to be it's meant to be if it's not it's not but I truly think that I am meant to be in in that like field of work and like I've started back up my YouTube channel as well so I, I really think that if it's meant to be it's meant to be that'll like blow up if it's meant to be but you know you never know until it happens really speaking of manifestation that is something that I think as well my intuition is terrifying anyone who's close to me will know what exactly what I'm talking about or like who I've spoke to about it like for example I I don't know if I should say this but basically I'm not going to specify who I'm talking about but I once had this dream that my ex-boyfriend was like sleeping with somebody and like it was like I was there and I was like this is so strange like but in my head I just knew it was real like I'd been watching it happen like that sounds so creepy like it's no problem as well because like I don't care about like what my ex does in a sense like because obviously it's an ex for like it's your ex blah 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 and I like could like see it happening um I'm not gonna get into too much detail but basically what I'd seen had happened that night um and there was no way I could have known like absolutely no way and it it happened and I was like that is so crazy like my intuition is ridiculous and another good example is there's a story about me and my nan I think it's my nan has the exact same thing who's like my mum's mum and basically there's this one night when I couldn't sleep for for anything like there was no way I was getting to sleep there was just something bugging me I woke up my nan this is really the short story because I'm trying to like get through a lot of things within a small amount of time in this podcast but my nan had like I went to open the door to tell my nan I couldn't sleep when I was like I think I was like 14 13 and then when I opened the door she was on the other side of the door and she was like something's wrong (laughs) and I was like I was literally coming to tell you that so we were like this is really weird so we went into like my mum's bedroom which was because I was just staying over at my nan's but my mum wasn't in but she'd been there the night before in this room so we went into my mum's room and we could just hear sizzling and basically the plug was sizzling like the electricity and like if it had been left another five minutes like the sparks would have like set the floor on fire basically and like after like we'd sorted the problem like the feeling went and we both went to sleep (laughs) which I think is just absolutely crazy to think about like I'm pretty sure I brought this up to her like a week ago not a week ago like a month ago and she was like I have a really weird memory of it happening like she remembers it but doesn't at the same time because I think my nan's memory is going but no no one tell her I've just said that like she would literally kick off (laughs) I don't know why I said that like anyone is going to be like like in contact with my nan like telling her what I've said but you know what I mean but yeah that's my experience with my intuition they're just like little examples like I've had crazy intuition times where I know something is going to happen before it happens like 
for example, TV shows, I can tell you what's going to happen before before it happens, like, all the time. There's only a few TV shows where I haven't been able to do that. That's not really intuition, though. That's just, like, being able to analyse really well. Um, but, yeah, if anyone wants to know more, you can personally message me because there's a lot of things I can't say on this podcast that I've seen in my dreams and I've been able to just know something was going on. Um, but I'm not going to say for privacy reasons of other people. Um, but, yeah, it's crazy. Um... My friend asked me, what is your opinion on boy-girl friendships? So, and she said, you'll be able to talk about this for days. Yep, I will be able to talk about this for days because half of my best friends are boys. Um, And to be honest, I wasn't always a big advocate for boy-girl friendships. Like, I always had friends who were boys throughout school. Um, I always had, like, a boy friend, not a boyfriend, like, a boy who's a friend, um in high school who I used to talk to basically every day um we don't talk anymore but I'm not gonna get into that but um I've always kind of had a friend who's a boy um but like when I was had boyfriends and stuff like if they had a friend who was a girl like I was never bothered about it like to them but like in my head I was a bit bothered because like I hadn't had the same level of closeness as like some of my exes had had with girls like I didn't have the same level with a boy as they did um so I used to be a bit like up in the air about it but then um in September 2020 I met the first lot of people who are my friend group now um who are boys and like I honestly like since before like I always think like before it was a thing I don't know how I ever thought, like, there was anything wrong with, like, (laughs) a boy-girl friendship being that close because, like, it's literally, like, a brother-sister relationship, like, that I have with the majority of them. Um, And, like, there's no reason that, like, if they ever got a girlfriend, they should be worried about me or be worried about my other girlfriends. Like, there's no reason (laughs) they should ever worry because nothing would ever happen type of thing um and I think it's really hard to understand that until you experience it and like you you get that with with like a boy like a brother sister type relationship I don't have any siblings as well so to me this is the closest like brother sister type of relationship I've ever had um and like I love them all like family and like I love them all like my brothers and I would never like go there with like most of them because like (laughs) it's just weird like to think about like ooh, like it it really really makes me feel weird but I could talk about that for days because honestly I I love them so much and I think that if you are struggling with like um your boyfriend or girlfriend having like a boy or girl best friend just bond with them like understand it more like don't like get angry because they're seeing them because it's so important like to me that if anyone obviously I'm single at the moment but if anyone I was with in the future had a problem with that that would be a huge issue for me like I would always put my friends first because I value that friendship so highly like with all of them and like I adore them and like it's hard to like I would never give that up ever and like I would be really shocked if any of them did like with me or with my other girlfriends like because it's such an important relationship we all have and like I think as well like having boy best friends you experience like a different dynamic of friendship um 
and like when girls have boy best friends and when boys have girl best friends because I think that a lot of my boy best friends can come to me about things that they wouldn't be able to go to each other about not because they don't they can't talk to each other about it just because like a female perspective can give like a different light on the situation and obviously if it's about their girlfriend or if it's about um something to do with a girl like it's a lot easier to come to a girl about it because obviously we can give a female insight and the same with boys like I could go to them about a boy problem and be like well how would you react to this or like how would I handle this and like they'd give me a boy's perspective like I think that's such a a thing that is underrated with boy girl friendships that people really need to understand like how important it, it is and like I think that if you you are worried about your boyfriend or girlfriend having that with somebody, like you've got to get your head checked because it is so it's it's honestly the most innocent and like pure thing you can have in a friendship because like I don't think that, that, that there's absolutely nothing wrong with my friendships with um my friends who are boys and if anyone had a problem, like I would literally just like never talk to them again. I'd be like, Okay, you can have that problem, but that's your that's your problem, not mine um but yeah I could talk for days about the situation but I want to get on to the next question so somebody said like who is your main best friend I literally can't even give you a main best friend because I have like different best friends in different groups that like I'm close to different people in different ways like my my best friend at uni is Caitlin but she's abroad at the moment so I haven't seen her as much I'm hopefully going to go see her in Warsaw soon um and I know she'll be listening to this because she listens and watches every YouTube video <laughs> that I have because she's amazing, like, she's unreal. And she's thriving in Europe right now, going on little day trips in Milan, and, like, she's in Milan at the moment, and, like, honestly, it's just unreal. Like, she's living the life. And then I have other uni friends who include, like, Jess, Leanne, Sophie, Sophie, Lauren, like, everyone, like, Mary, CJ. And I, like, always go out with them, and they are, like, my best friends because we're all just so similar we all love going out we've just been on a pub crawl that I've just done a YouTube video on if anyone wants to watch it's actually going up Monday so I might be posting this on the same day I don't know but um it's that they are unreal as well then I've got the boys who are from Manchester who are literally like my brothers like I don't know what I'd do without them like um I see them like virtually every week um and like I just absolutely adore all them. And then I've got my best friends from home, Lucy, Ellie and Meg, who, like, just, you know, them people who you'd, like, die for, like, <laughs> not to be dramatic, but, like, would die for them. Um, and, like, obviously when I'm at uni and, like, Meg Meg goes to uni away from home as well, um, it's harder for us all to see each other. So, like, when we do see each other, it's so, like, um, like such a good time and you just enjoy it because it's so much more than, like, I feel like we do in I don't know why but I feel like we always just love each other's company when we come home and like for Easter and like summer and stuff you just value it so much more because you're away from home so much of the time and you don't get to see them so when you do it's just so exciting and so happy and we're going me Lucy Ellie and Meg and the boys are going to Napa this year which I'm really excited about and then I'm going to Ibiza with like my uni friends so Honestly, I've got such an exciting year ahead and I'm going to Creamfields with the boys, Lucy, Ellie and Meg as well. So, honestly, I've got so much to do. Like, I'm so excited. And I'm going to Park Life with my uni friends as well. This this is just... 2022 is the year, ladies and gents. Like, I'm telling you now. Then, next week, I find out whether I'm moving to abroad or not next year. If I'm not moving abroad as well, 
I was listening to Emmanuel's podcast. I was saying, as I was saying at the start of my podcast today, and I'm telling you now, I am going to work abroad next year. Like I am doing it. Like I can't keep putting it off. Like I keep getting scared of doing it. Like what if I get out there and don't have enough money? What if I can't find a job? Um, I don't care. I'm gonna go out because I've got savings and that's what it's there for like what is the point in having savings if you're never going to spend them on things you enjoy like savings are there to be spent otherwise it's literally just nothing sitting in your bank account like like do you know what I mean you know how people don't want to spend their savings and I'm like well if you don't want to spend your savings why have you got savings do you know what I mean you want to spend it on things that matter aka traveling experiences like people like oh I just I just can't wait someone says um well one of my best friends says where do you see yourself in 10 years again I have no clue I don't know where the hell I'll be um I know whatever is meant to be is meant to be and that's fine as long as I'm doing something that like makes me happy that's my aim like to get out out of bed and like love whatever I'm doing and enjoy life like that is the only thing that I want in life and like I've never been one to love the idea of a husband and a family and kids like I just don't care for it like which sounds so like horrible but I don't like I care for myself like I am a very selfish person in the sense that I don't want to just settle down for the sake of settling down like I want to do what's best for me um and I care for myself and I don't think anything's wrong with that to be honest like you've got to be selfish in life like it's your life um and I just want like a happy lifestyle with like a steady income I don't want to be I don't care for being rich but like obviously I want to have a steady income and whatever happens along the way happens but one thing I do see myself with is a cat, 110%. Like, I, I had a cat growing up called Gucci who sadly passed away the start of last year. Um, I had him since I was five years old. Four years old, actually, I think. Um, and, like, for a cat, he died when he was 14. And then that's quite young for a cat um, to die. Because, or 13, maybe, sorry. And... Like, they usually live between, like, you know, 11 and 16 years. And, like, he was so healthy up until, like, a month before he died. So it was quite a big shock to the system. And he was, like, my best friend. Oh, I'm getting a bit choked up talking about him. Right, I'm going to have to stop. I'm going to have to stop. <laughs> but um, he passed away. And, like, I think that I will definitely have a cat because my mum and dad won't get a new cat because they just don't think he's, like, replaceable. They've had cats in their past and then got new cats. But, like this was like a different type of cat like Gucci was just like one one of, oh I've got to, I've got to stop talking about it like I'm, I literally feel like I'm gonna cry anyway I'm definitely gonna have a cat in the future like it's like my main aim like <laughs> I don't care for kids I don't care for a husband I just care about a cat um but yeah that's all I'm gonna talk about today because I've hit the 30 minute mark and I feel like I don't want to bore anyone but I hope everyone who's listened has had a nice day and I've answered a lot of your questions. Um, If you have any ideas for a podcast that you want me to do in the future, let me know because I will literally love to do like, even if it's just like, you know, little stories, like Christmas stories, um, first date stories, anything like that, just let me know. Um, Because I love when someone says to me, can you do this? I'm like, oh my God, yeah, of course. Like I love doing anything you you guys want to hear. Like, it's so fun for me to just sit here and talk and so therapeutic so and also thank you for so much love on the last podcast about PTSD so many people just messaged me and said it was so brave to talk about and like I don't think it was brave but I feel like it helped a lot of people like a lot of people were saying to me like they really felt like they weren't alone and like stuff they've experienced and 
that literally means the world to me. So thank you so much for everyone who had a positive thing to say about that. That was really helpful. Um, I'm working on myself with it as well and like working on being more positive and helping myself and being a better person. So that really helped me. So thank you so much. And thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next week. Bye.